things NFL. Now here's your hosts, Boot and Why. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wooten Y Show. This is your Week 8 Moneyball edition. I am Josh Y. I am not joined as usual by my Moneyball co-host for now, Mitch Doyle. He's unavailable tonight despite having a win last week and keeping the streak alive. He'll be back next week. Unfortunately, my buddy Josh Woot was unable to uh, join me tonight, so I am uh, riding solo uh, for you tonight, but... uh, Still plenty of content. I'll be uh, talking about my starts and sits and contrarian players and, and talking about it. And I will have the article up on uh, the, the Wooten Y weapons for Week 8. will be up later tonight on the Moneyball Locker Room. So as you've heard, I've mentioned Moneyball a few times. This is our Moneyball podcast. So plenty of DFS action available for you this week on Moneyball, especially for NFL, but NBA ramping up, A-League and EPL available. NBA is just a dynamite on every single day. It's plenty of... Plenty of leagues and plenty of fun. Uh, for NBA this week, we've all, always got the Hail Mary play, the $2,000 guaranteed prize pool, $15 entry, 155 spots, guaranteed prize money. We've got specials for, for some TV games, the Thursday night football, Jaguars-Titans, and the Monday night football between the Vikings and the Bears. That'll be an absolute blockbuster game. Not really another Bears in primetime, thanks for that, NFL. But uh, plenty, of good, plenty of good stuff. So anything ranging from $2 up to $150 for you, on Moneyball, Hail Mary Blast, Sunday Blitz, all sorts of stuff for you. And there's free entries. So if you just sign up free, you can win some money and then turn that money into more money. So you actually build up a bankroll without actually paying a cent. So always on offer for you there at moneyball.com.au. So let's get straight into it this week. And uh, we'll start with the quarterback position. My must start this week is Russell Wilson. Despite having a slow start to the year, I think he'll bounce back against this Saints defense. So this Saints defense is one of the worst in the NFL. They've given up the uh, fourth most points to quarterback, on on average, the fourth most points to quarterback this year at 19.61. And, you know, New Orleans has allowed five of these six opposing quarterbacks to score at least 20 fantasy points, including four in a row. So plenty of points on offer. I know Russell Wilson's had some slow starts and he's been a little bit banged up, but this is the chance and this is the matchup for him. If he's never going to produce then in this matchup, then he's not going to produce all year. So at $8,800, he's a guy that I like and I'll be pairing him with Doug Baldwin, but I'll get to him in a little while. Another quarterback that I like to start this week is Jameis Winston at $8,300 against Oakland. Oakland's another generous defense to opposing quarterbacks. They're ranked uh, just below New Orleans, averaging 19.2 points to opposing quarterbacks this this year. And this is a there's a game that Vegas thinks will, will near 50 points. The uh, total is set at 49.5, one of the second or third highest scoring game of the week. So trust the process here. If you like Derek Carr and can afford him, he's another good matchup in this uh, in this game. But I just prefer Jameis Winston at this point, so he can. Uh, he can definitely throw another couple, another three touchdowns like he did last week and get you over 20 points. So he's a guy that I like. Contrarian play this week, I like Alex Smith against the Colts' defense. The Colts' defense, they stink. They they really are bad. And Alex Smith, he's only $8,000. So if you can't afford a Jameis Winston at 8-3 or Russell Wilson at 8-8, Alex Smith's a guy that I think should have a really strong game against the Colts. And I think uh, he can put up plenty of points, so... He's a guy that I really like, and the Colts defense, trust me, they're not very good at all. So Alex Smith, I've been a little bit, I've, I've played him a few times this year, and he's let me down. Even in strong wins for the Vikings, they've been relying heavily on other pieces, but he could be okay for you. And my quarterback sit this week is Brock Osweiler. 
You got to be kidding me. I mean, how do you watch the? I mean, they stink. I know he's playing the Lions defense, and I know he's tempting at 7,500, and the Lions defense is the worst defense for opposing quarterbacks. The easiest defense, sorry, for the opposing quarterbacks. They're giving up 23 points on average to opposing quarterbacks this season, but I'm not playing Brock Osweiler because he does. He he literally stinks. He's the worst starting quarterback in the NFL right now, in my opinion. Worse than Case Keenum. Worse than Kevin Hogan. Yeah, I said it. And, uh, yeah, I'd rather... Rather a role with like Landry Jones or someone like that, even though he's on by. But uh, I just don't want my lineup at all with Brock Osweiler in it. Moving on to the running back position, and uh, my must start this week is Spencer Ware. I just think he's in for a monster, monster game against this Colts defense. He's a guy that has just been producing so much, and that's why they can be so generous with with uh, Jamal Charles and being so calm with Jamal Charles and bringing him back in cautious because. Spencer Ware has just been dynamic. He's a he's a great running back in in the NFL. One, he's probably one of the premier running backs in the NFL. And if it wasn't Jamal Charles, then you know then Jamal Charles might end up might end up being trading, but uh, traded. But uh, he just keeps producing. He's just a PPR machine in the run and the pass game. And against the Colts defense, I can see him easily getting a touchdown. And he's cheaper than Jamal Charles at the moment by four hundred dollars. So. He's a guy that's averaged 20, had 20 points last week, 23 the week before, and even in down games, he he gets you at least 10 or 11 points. So against the Colts' run defense, that is very much a sieve right now, and they're giving up the, the fourth most points to fantasy running backs at the moment. Spencer Ware is your must start. Uh, another must start this week is Devontae Booker. He's at $4,800, and the reason he is a must start is purely for the price. Uh, it's a, just a... It's a really, really, really good price for Devontae Booker, who looked good against Houston. Played very. Him and CJ Anderson run the ball very similarly. It was tough at times. It felt like I was watching the same player, um, especially I was a CJ Anderson owner in my season long league, and every time Booker burst off a run, I thought it was CJ Anderson. I was getting very excited, but it was actually Devontae Booker. But he is the he's the guy that you want to play uh, this week against the it, the the matchup is actually quite generous as well. The San Diego Chargers are averaging just below the Colts in terms of run defense. They're the sixth worst in the NFL to opposing running backs. So the matchup's really good. No C.J. Anderson. Devontae Booker is going to be the bell cow for the Denver Broncos at home. He's going to have a lot of touches. He had 18 touches last week and had 83 yards and a touchdown. So he's a guy that I think could find the end zone and save you a lot of money. So you can spend big on wide receiver this week. Uh, some contrarian running backs I like this week. Uh, I mentioned this matchup already. Latavius Murray, 6,700 against Tampa Bay. This is a game that's going to have a lot of points in it, and I think Latavius Murray is a guy that's going to have a lot of them. Latavius Murray has now had four games this season with at least 11 touches, and he scored at least nine fantasy points in those outings. He plays a Bucks defense that has allowed a running back to score against them five games in a row. So Murray should find the end zone here and be a very, very good option. And you've got to be happy with what you saw last week, even even though he's been out injured and Jalen Richard and DeAndre Washington are on the are on the field and part of this team. He saw 58% of the offensive snaps even while they were there, and, and so he's clearly the starter there. You don't have to worry about Washington or Rashad stealing too many snaps and against this Tampa Bay defense that Mike Davis managed to score and, and put up fantasy points against Latavius Murray with that Oakland offensive line. Should be really, really good for you at $6,700. Another option this week is Matt Asiata. Now, he's purely 
only a contrarian if Jarek McKinnon is out. Uh, if Jarek McKinnon is out, then uh, Asiata should have a big day against the Chicago Bears defense. That is not not very good against the run, and you know that Minnesota want to have a balanced attack. They don't want Sam Bradford dropping back 50 or 60 times a game, and it is a division game, so you know it's going to be pretty tough, and they, and they'll want to hand the ball off to Massey, Matt Asiata, or Masiata if you want to go a little bit short there. Did I stutter? But uh, I think Matt Asiata can have a good day against Chicago, and he's cheap as well. So if you really want to go real cheap, ultra cheap at running back, you could start a Devontae Booker and a Matt Asiata and then load up at other positions like such as Gronk or Russell Wilson and, and things like that in your lineup. So there, there's some options, some sits for you. Jordan Howard, $6,200 versus Minnesota. The matchup's terrible, and Kadeem Carey is outplayed in the last two weeks. So I'm not happy with Jordan Howard at 6200 I'd rather play his opponent, Matt Asiata. Even if McKinnon's there, I'd rather play Matt Asiata than Jordan Howard. And Jonathan Stewart, 7600 versus Arizona, purely because... Arizona last week, their run defense shut down the awakening. They shut down Christian Michael. They limited him really well and contained him. And against, yeah, I just against this Arizona defense, which has really showed up. It's it's ranked really well in DVOA run defense. It's kind of flipped the script. The Cardinals, they're they're more of a defensive unit now and a, a run, and, you know, ground and pound team and play ball possession and and try and win it that way rather than that flashy deep passing game that we saw last year. So uh, I don't like Jonathan Stewart here against Arizona. Moving on to the wide receiver position now, the the obvious start is Mike Evans here against Oakland's defense. It's just way too simple here. Mike Evans must be in your lineup. He's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL and one of the best fantasy wide receivers in the NFL. He plays an Oakland Raiders defense that's averaging 26.19 points against wide receivers, which is the sixth, seventh worst in the NFL, sorry. And it's just the floor is huge for Mike Evans. That target floor with Vincent Jackson on IR is any higher than any wide receiver is higher than any wide receiver in the league. He had 13 targets last week. He caught 8 of them for 86 uh, 86 96 yards and two touchdowns. So you you're just getting so many targets against a terrible defense and Mike Evans at his price still just below that top tier of wide receivers. He is an absolute dynamite fantasy. He's he's just superb. And Mike Evans is a guy that I'm putting in every single one of my lineups this week. He is the play of the week, in my opinion. Uh, moving on, I like one of these Packers duo in Tom Montgomery or Devontae Adams, who were awesome in Week 7 at Chicago last week. Uh, plenty of plenty of targets, plenty of points, and they seem to have taken over that that running back and Jordy Nelson role. So Ty Montgomery plays a little bit of both. In fact, he's actually available as a running back on ESPN formats. Fortunately, that's not the same for the uh, for the Moneyball format, but he's had 13 touches in, in his outings against Dallas and Chicago, so he's just getting the ball so many times, and he's had more than 100 yards in each of those games, so he's getting plenty of targets and plenty of yards, and they're guaranteed. He's, he's going to get at least eight or nine targets, eight or nine touches, and he's going to produce yards. He's, uh, he's very effective, and against this Atlanta defense, I think it's going to be a good one. This is the Highest scoring total on Vegas at the moment, 52.5 projected points. So I expect a lot of points in this matchup. And Montgomery is a guy that I can see um, being a, a funnel for targets and touches for for Green Bay. And he's only at $4,800, so really cheap. Um, there's some really good value this week. Another guy is Doug Baldwin. I don't really need to say too much. He He's due for a huge game um, after having a quiet season. So he hasn't scored a touchdown since week three, but he... Uh, 
he'll he'll definitely get plenty of targets this week against uh, this Saints defense. I think him and Wilson is a really good stack uh, this week. I just think he'll have uh, he'll have double digit points and and prove that he is a, a true number one in the league against this porous defense. And uh, it's a, it's a really good play. I think just load them up. He's only seven thousand three hundred dollars against this. Uh, Lineup. Another one is in this same game. I like Michael Thomas at six thousand five hundred dollars. He's a he's been really good uh, quietly for the last couple of couple of weeks, and not even quiet. He's just been on fire. He's had he's had either a touchdown or hundred receiving yards in four games now in a row. So I, I like the matchup. I know it's uh, this Seattle defense was unbelievable last week. That the most minutes ever on a field for a defense and managed to hold Arizona to six points, but. At home, this this Saints def- this Saints receiving core managed to put up points and put up yards, and I think Michael Thomas could be the matchup that we see uh, they can exploit and 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 get a lot of yardage and chunk plays against. So we'll wait and see how how they line up. It, it looks like Sherman will will be on uh, Cooks and Sheed on uh, Willie Sneed. So Michael Thomas might be the odd man out here and and could put up some points. So. I think he's a sneaky contrarian play at only six thousand five hundred dollars. And another name, and it's it is twenty sixteen, and I am actually suggesting Cordero Patterson this week. It's uh, quite funny how things work, but Cordero Pat- Patterson's actually been pretty good lately. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. I know it's a bold strategy, but uh, Cordero Patterson's been targeted in the red zone quite a bit this year. And last week, he caught all seven of his targets, sixty-seven yards, fourteen-yard garbage time touchdown. We'll take garbage time touchdowns. Don't think there'll be much garbage time in their matchup against the Bears, but he's being targeted in the red zone and, and getting plenty of targets. He's actually learned to run routes. It's crazy. I'm really happy for him because he broke so many fantasy owners' hearts, and this is his chance to really like, really start to win people over a little bit and, and maybe uh, you know win back people's hearts. And I just think at his price, he's only... Uh, $4,100, so really, really cheap. Bargain basement, cheap price. He's worth a flyer in GPP players, absolutely worth a flyer. Uh, Sam Bradford seems to really like him, and, and Mike Zimmer's fine to play him and trust him in, in the red zone. So Cordell Patterson is a guy that I like. Um, some some wide receiver sits. I'm just avoiding the San Diego uh, wide receiver combo at this point against their matchup against Denver. I think uh, Philip Rivers will target his tight ends a lot more up the middle. That seems to be where teams are beating uh, Denver. Uh, we saw CJ Fedorowicz pick up some yardage last week, and then Hunter Henry a couple of weeks ago had a big game against Denver's defense. So I think Henry and Gates are in for some target. Obviously, Hunter Henry's in the concussion protocol, so who knows what will what will happen there. But I'm avoiding Tyrell Williams and Travis Benjamin in their matchup. Despite I think they'll get a steady stream of points, I just at their prices. I prefer others. And another guy I'm avoiding is Jeremy Macklin. I know I've ripped on the Colts defense, and rightly so, but the one shining light in this Colts defense is Vontae Davis, and he's done a really, really good job against number one wide receivers. Sticks to them like glue, and he's a uh, he's a really good cornerback. He's, a, he's back to being one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. And against Jeremy Macklin at $6,200, I am taking no part in Jeremy Macklin this week. Moving on to tight ends, I am starting Gronk wherever I can. The guy is an absolute beast. And I'd love to see him get his 69th touchdown. His butt. I got to start doing squats. It's the most X-rated drop I could uh, find for you guys. But uh, we heard Gronk during the week giggle like a schoolboy at the thought of scoring his 69th touchdown. They better chickety-check themselves before they wreck themselves, Cotton. Again, I'm trying to find X-rated drops, but we just don't have it here. I know it's a... 
I should have some more, but, you know, the best I can do here. And I know Buffalo is pretty good against tight ends. They're actually defended really, really well against tight ends. It's uh, it's pretty crazy. They actually haven't allowed a touchdown to a tight end all season. But uh, So maybe that makes Gronk a contrarian play, maybe. Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, I think this is a chance for Gronk again to just be a machine, and uh, I think he's the guy that uh, you'll want to start this week. But, uh, w- you know, with some of the prices and cheapies that I've suggested, Gronk's a guy that you can fit into your lineup despite his premium price, but he's worth every single cent at $8,900, $300 cheaper than than uh, the next tight end. And, and the next tight end is Greg Olsen, who's someone I kind of want to avoid this week because the uh, the F- Falcons are pretty good as well against... Uh, against tight ends. So they're actually, despite Bills not allowing a touchdown to tight ends, the, the Cardinals are actually the number one defense against tight ends in the NFL fantasy-wise uh, through the first seven weeks of the season. So Greg Olsen is kind of the guy I want to avoid. So when you're looking at the price difference between 7-7 seven, seven and 8-9, the price difference between Gronk and then even Jordan Reed's questionable with a concussion. So you're, you're looking at a huge gap between Gronk and Jimmy Graham at this point. So if you can afford Gronk, he's he's a real pod or a point of difference for you this week. My tight end contrarian, I just mentioned to him earlier, which was CJ Fedorowicz at $4,900 versus Detroit. I like his matchup against Detroit. I mentioned that the you know the defense of Detroit is the worst in the NFL, but uh, I like uh, I like Fedorowicz's matchup here against Detroit. The Lions are allowed the third most fantasy points to the position, and they can't seem to stop anyone. So CJ is getting plenty of targets. He's averaging 7.5 over his last three games in terms of targets. He also has two touchdowns as well. Uh, so he's a guy that I uh, I think can have a really good matchup here against Detroit, despite I think Brock Osweiler struggling overall. But I just think he's a he's a guy that's uh, on the up, and he and he's a, got a fun surname, Fedorowitz. It's awesome. It doesn't I don't expect to see that out of a uh, out of out of a fantasy player. Last little thing on Fedorowitz: the Lions have given out five touchdowns to the, to tight ends in seven games this year. So. It's pretty, pretty good value for Fedorowicz if you want to go cheap in and avoid Gronk. Uh, so he's a good contrarian play. I've already mentioned Greg Olson as a possible sit, but another sit for me is uh, Jason Witten this week, purely because the Eagles are also very, very good against the against the tight end, and Witten still hasn't found the end zone this season. So although Witten is a, a very good safety blanket and an NFL player and, and very good and very helpful for Dak Prescott's development, development did I stutter? He's uh, not quite an elite fantasy option for you, despite his low price. You look at Witten at four nine, you think, "Wow, that's that's value." But uh, the way he's been playing, no, thank you. I'd rather uh, look somewhere else at this point. Moving on to the defense position, and as I said, I've mentioned a lot of cheapies this week. If you can afford it, the Vikings defense against Chicago is really, really good value. Seven thousand three hundred dollars. If you're a Jay Cutler hater and you think he's due for a few turnovers, bit rusty coming off the thumb injury, you're expecting plenty of points and plenty of picks, plenty of sacks as well against their, uh, you know, they're very weak at the tackle position. So expect, especially the Vikings to be very, very aggressive considering they couldn't get a sack at all last week against the rookie right tackle, the big V as he's known in, in uh, Philadelphia. So I think the Vikings defense can be a really good option for you. If you can't afford that, I think the Patriots at 4,900 against Buffalo, who should be missing LaShawn McCoy, I think will be an elite option. Uh, We saw Buffalo win 16-0 last time they played. Didn't put up too many points. This is a totally different Patriots team now with Tom Brady 
and it looks like the Bills may be in catch-up mode and can be very opportunistic for you at 4,900. And looking further around, it, uh, I'm not sure where the value lies uh, as well. I just realized I forgot my other tight end start for, for us this week. Gary Barnage, $6,000 versus the Jets, purely because Josh McCowan is back. Josh McCowan will be starting for the Browns, so that also makes the Jets not a good option defense-wise defense either because I think McCowan and Gary Barnage have a really good connection, and at $6,000, Barnage can be a really good option for you if you don't want to go Fedorowicz or Gronk. He's sort of that, that guy in the middle for you. Uh, in terms of kicker, I'm just starting Roberto Aguayo in leagues until his price goes up. He's at $4,000. The Bucks have a really good offense, and they seem to you know, drive and, and put up points and yardages, so he's always in a position to... to look, he'll miss you some field goals, and it's frustrating, but he's he's getting extra points and, and some other... Uh, points for you. So he's he's actually done all right the weeks I played. In the last two weeks, he's had nine points and ten points. So he's averaging nearly double digits the last two weeks. So he's been a pretty good option for you. And against this Oakland t- defense, and as I said, we expect plenty of points for Roberto Aguayo. If you want to go somewhere else, you could look at possibly Nick Falk at 4,300 for the Jets against Cleveland. That's another option for you. I'm avoiding Chandler Catanzaro, who misses field goals religiously so avoid Chandler Catanzaro and uh that's that's it that's the lineup that's the Moneyball podcast uh hopefully you enjoyed it I'm sorry that I didn't have a co-host here to talk down my picks or or offer any other alternatives for you but so uh, you're gonna have to trust me I've done all right the last couple of weeks so uh if you want to hang your coats on that or if you just want to cross off everything I'm saying because you don't trust me then it's uh, helped your process of elimination as always, you can follow the show on Twitter at WootenY. You can follow me personally at JYNFL, and you can follow Moneyball. Just follow them at moneyball.com.au, which is their Twitter handle and their website. So check them out and try some DFS today. Thanks, guys.